everyone welcome to friday night live with your hosts ben and rob you know our most popular segment of the show is weirder news where we talk about the top 10 stranger and strangest and funniest things that happened this week but today the regular news is almost just as weird and ben has disappeared Having some well, issues anyway. rob go ahead keep going so <laughs> anyway as ben is having technical difficulties, I'll introduce the rest of the show to you. So a woman freaked out on an airplane, shouting that a man sitting next to her was not real. Was she actually sitting beside a shape-shifting transformer before her eyes? What we found may actually clear everything up. Then Meta launched its new Twitter competition called Threads, but Elon Musk has threatened to sue over potentially stolen information. And Jim Caviezel's new movie, Sound of Freedom, outperformed the latest Indiana Jones installment on July 4th. But the mainstream media seems reluctant to report on the reality of human trafficking. And more otherworldly news, UFO footage with the holy grail of evidence was shot over Area 51 and more potential UFO debris was found at Roswell that could be from the famous or infamous, whichever you uh, prefer, 1947 crash. If all this wasn't enough, join us for a weekly Bendela effect, a dig deep live Q&A and top 10 weirder news of the week. And we'll see you out on the edge. I like this. We have some comment here that says, hey, guys, where the hell did you go? It's not where the hell did we go. It's where the hell did Ben go? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Technical difficulties there. Um, OK, hopefully everything's all right now. So. All right. <laughs> so uh, how are you doing, Rob? Yeah, pretty good. Um, you know, that video that that everybody's been talking about was pretty, pretty hilarious. So, you know. Um, you know, I have my thoughts on it. And then there's actually some evidence of what actually happened or right. seems to be evidence of what actually happened, which we can we can go over. Right. Uh, but yeah, pretty good. How about yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Doing pretty well. It was a fourth of July. So happy, uh, you know, fourth of July for everybody, especially in America. Um, probably if you're in Canada, you or... <laughs> although Canada, they celebrate theirs, I guess, on July 1st. So do they really? Yeah. Um, Simon was telling me about it because we were, we were talking about how it was coming up. So did, did you do anything fun? Um, just kind of. Oh, actually, yeah. I had like a cookout here. My family, some friends great. came over and um, we we tried to watch the fireworks on the beach, but we got there too late. So we missed it. Oh, <laughs> <that's dangerous>. Yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of traffic and everything. And I was like, uh, I probably shouldn't even like went out to go do it really. But well, you might notice that I'm a little more red than I usually am. I, I did. I notice was, that. Uh, I was uh, jet skiing 
I went jet skiing for the first time. Man, oh, I, I love jet skiing. Yeah, I'm sold. I got to get one somehow. <laughs> yeah. Being in Florida, it's pretty easy to get one, I guess. But yeah, they're, the they're, they, you know, man, it's crazy. You know, going 30 miles an hour or 40 miles an hour on the water feels like you're going like 70, like 50 or almost 60 feels like you're going like 90 miles an hour on the water. It's crazy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I've, I've been doing that ever since I went to, been going to Mexico since I was like younger. So I, I really love jet skis. You can have a lot of fun with those. Okay, so let's, okay. let's clear this up for everyone who's watching. We didn't go anywhere. We've been on Rumble the whole time. So if you're looking for our original show, you might want to go over to Rumble where we had to escape to. But we're going to be publishing our Friday Night Live here, and you guys will uh, see kind of all of the work that we're doing on Rise.TV as well here. Well, and we're on YouTube now as well. That's what I mean. That's who I'm talking to right now. Oh, the people on Rumble. people over there commenting, being like, where'd you guys go? You disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we're kind of coming back on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> not directly but um you can follow our um rise tv official channel on youtube by the way so um yeah that's growing pretty well all, all right. right um why don't we jump into the um we start a little late because i had some problems technical issues but why don't we jump into the mandela effect or So you guys, so Rob, this is really interesting. Snow White and the Seven Drawers. Yeah. And um, is the song that they sing in in the sh- in the movie, I should say, um, the Dwarfs, the Hi Ho song. How, how how do you remember it going? Hi Ho, Hi Ho, it's off to work we go. Yeah, most people would, almost everybody would sing it that way. How, okay, listen to this. <laughs> Just play it, play it, play the full, full audio, Lindsay. Hi-ho, it's home from work we go. Hi-ho, hi-ho. So the, the song they're singing in this clip, the whole song is hi-ho, hi-ho, it's Home from work we go. No. I hope, I hope, it's home from work we go. <laughs> and this is the full, this is the full song. Okay. Wait so, a minute, so, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are there different points where they're no. singing? Because they are coming home from work. So they are coming home from work. But see, I remember them waking up in the morning with the alarm and clock. Going to work actually going to work and they're singing the song while they're at work and now there yeah, is off the work at, we go at the very 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 end of the movie um snow white's like sending them all off and for like 10 seconds the song plays and one of the the in one line is yeah it's 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 um off to work we go because they're getting, but the song is not playing during that time. It's only during this one section, and it's only like that one line. That's it, and then there's no more song. But it's like 
it's kind of weird because you know it's it's like it's not really a full song but it's like the full song we all remember like we're all like if you just have people sing it you know they're singing this so it's off to work we go so if it's the other way around why don't we all remember it's home from work or yeah it's home from work we go that that's the thing that that's just so strange and when you sing this in like a sing along and everything else you're singing it's off to work we go and i remember like disney playing it um you know when when you're at the uh what was it the the there was like this dwarf ride that they had or whatever and they would like sing the song now now like if you go to the saw to the to the ride it's it's playing um home from work we go instead of off to work we go so that's so trippy man yeah i know this this one to me it is almost as big as like Ed McMahon. <laughs> it is. Well, or actually magic mirror on the wall instead of or, or magic mirror on the wall. That's magic. another one that's really big. And actually that's also in Snow White. So that starts out. Snow White starts out, you know, with the, the, uh, the queen asking like, you know, I, I mean, magic. You, any, any older person, like ask your moms out there. If you ask them what it was, every single one of them is going to say off to work. We go. Yeah. That, the only right. thing, the only mm. thing is I do remember that scene where they're like throwing the stuff in the, in the closet or the door or whatever. I, I feel like I remember that. Hmm. So that's not a new scene. So it does make sense that they would be coming home from work and sing sing we're we're home home from work we go or whatever that does make sense with unless, the it's, the, unless it's the whole thing i mean it, yeah i i don't know it, it, i mean when you watch it yeah okay it does make sense because they're actually already at work when they start singing the song and then they're leaving work i just remember the opposite like i remember them waking up and i remember like them going over this bridge and it shows them going over a bridge but it's like they're leaving. But it's like that's what I remember. They were going to work, and then they're singing the song. And anyway, it's really, really interesting. But um, like you know, interesting. My mom saying in the chat, she doesn't even remember a scene with them coming home, and that's what I thought was weird. Me too. I, I actually, like I said, I remember the other way around. I remember them going to work. And then they're at work and I don't. Yeah. And weren't like, they like chiseling and stuff? Yeah. They were like yeah. Doing stuff at work. Like they weren't they laying down train tracks or something. They were like, um, doing. I think they were collecting jewels or like mining or something like that. But are you, um, are you thinking of Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think they were mining. And um, yeah, they because were because I, I actually watched the movie just to kind of like get an idea. Like this is a, like how my, many times did you fall asleep? Uh, I, I was just like more like skimming through it because I wanted to make sure I, I didn't miss any part. I'm like, okay, maybe they re-sing this song, you know, and I wait only a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. part at the end. Do they? Cause okay. Brianna Joe here on our, on our chat on rise.tv is saying, I remember home from work, but it's the second verse after they've been off to work. We go. No, oh. no, 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 no. They do not sing off to work. We go at any point. During at any point first, in the first part or during the first time you hear the song where they're like hi ho and like the, it's like a two minute segment they don't you, say uh, i'm it. sorry i didn't hear you could you sing that again 
Like I'm Lindsay, just... you can play a little. Why don't you play the beginning of this when they're actually saying the I hope part? <laughs> but like they they do not sing. It's off to work we go. Okay, here are the jewels. You're right in the song until the very end of the movie where they only play it for ten seconds and they just show that little part. But th- you can play the beginning of this. See it, but... <laughs> I See, like they're already leaving work, and that's what. So I'm it's so like they, they don't. So confused. Yeah, I know. Like this is what's weird. I, I I almost remember a segment where an alarm clock goes off, and then they all wake up, and then they're like, "Hi." I remember on. that, dude. I and remember. Then, that. And then then they all get their spears and everything else, and then they're marching to work singing the song it's off to work we go and then they get there and then they're like mining and everything like that's what i actually remember and i haven't seen this movie and i don't even know how long you know it's probably been since i was a kid but that's the segment that i remember so when i was watching it i kept thinking like man i i I don't remember this part you know but then i'm like wait a minute they're singing home from work we go like i don't even that doesn't even like i can't hold even it, hold it hold it hold it did you find, how did you did somebody say this and then you went to watch yeah so so i was what i was looking on a reddit form and somebody mentioned uh this that's weird because they were already talking about you know mirror mirror on the wall magic mirror on the wall and then somebody else made a comment saying did you guys did you hear hi ho changed and I was like, wait a minute, what? And so then I, I wanted to go check it out myself. And so I, I you know, I, it's on Disney Plus. So I'm just like watching it and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. This is weird. This is really weird. So no point in the song during that, that whole first part where you're hearing the full like one and a half minute version of the song, do they sing off to work we go? Like I said, it's only at the very end of the movie and it only plays that one line. It shows Grumpy getting up and he's just like, like, bruh, you know, and Grumpy. then it just, yeah. And it just says, um, it just says that that's it. So anyway, this, this one to me is really, really, really weird. So, um, <laughs> some funny <laughs> comments in this rise TV chat that I can't say here. That's funny. And I, I did send Lindsay a video if she wants to play it. It's just like 20 seconds. It does show the um, the uh, part where they're singing that line once and that's it. It, it, it literally is just like, you know, that's it. But we don't have to show that. But yeah, that's the only time in the whole movie where you hear off to work we go is just that like 10 minute, 10 second segment where it just shows grumpy walking out of the building or walking out of the home. And it's, it's like playing that in the background and that's it. But the full song, that's what I remember so much. So anyway, super crazy. We got to move on to the crazy lady on the plane. Let's move on before we do though, we need to play a trailer and we get back. We're going to talk about the crazy lady on the train or on the plane. And, um, yeah, the sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Which I was just like going to say that, actually. Plane or something. Sequel to Snakes on a Plane, Reptilians on a Plane. All right, let's do That's it. That's the sequel. Fantastic floods. Creation myths. Gods. Beings. 
corruption, and the downfall of man. These make up the creation stories across cultures for millennia. But what if the Garden of Eden isn't just a story, but a real place on Earth? A great flood, pole shifts, renewal. What's super interesting about this is that it seems to suggest a pole shift happened, which reversed the Earth's poles, causing a catastrophic flood to occur as it changed the landscape of our world. Hidden symbolism, a warning from the past, a lesson left for the future. We started by looking into a weird question. Why do we see so much serpent, snake, and reptilian symbolism in our modern culture? Journey to the Garden of Eden with Edge of Wonder. So you guys, that is our Garden of Eden series, which the whole thing is now out on Rise.tv. So you can check that out on our platform as well as all of our other series that we've done um, that Rob and I have made. And it's, there's been a whole lot of them. Um, everything from the, the secret world of Tartaria to transhumanism to um, uh, crazy things found in seas and the oceans and lakes. Um, everything from like Loch Ness monsters to weird alien octopuses. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we have a lot of stuff on those uh, on those. Yeah, topics. and the whole series is out now. So yeah, definitely go check that out. Mm -hmm. All right, should we finally jump into this woman freaks out on a plane and? <laughs> So for those of you guys that don't know, like, honestly, I, I saw this and I was like earlier in the week and I was just like, okay, this is kind of weird. You know, well, okay. What was your, what, I have to ask you, what was your gut reaction I, when you saw it the first time? Honestly, didn't even think too much about it. I was just like, there's so many weird things that have been happening on a plane lately that sometimes I'm like, is this things all, are these all like something set, being set up? Or is this woman just crazy? And and I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And then, but but then I just had this strange feeling. Yet. I was like, dude, this is probably gonna go viral, and like everyone in the in their grandpa is gonna be talking about this, you know. And so for the next like two days on Twitter, it was like everybody was talking about this only. So I was like, okay, let me look into this a little bit more and see what's going on. Um, to yeah, be, can we watch the original video real quick. Yeah, let's watch the original. Listen one. to her voice. Yeah, this is the one I think it's cut out. Or the, the swearing. More video on the freak out on plane. Nope. Wait, Lindsay, I don't... Is this the right one? No, they're taxing right. Stop the plane! Uh, this isn't the right one, Lindsay. Can you can no, you no, please this, this is a more a little bit more of the video. Is it? Yeah, this is like what happened before she freaked out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, keep playing. So this is like when she's in her seat, what's happening? Stop right? it. Stop it. 
There's different versions. I mean, there's she different. She doesn't have her purse yet, so she's gonna go yeah. back and get her purse in a minute. I honestly don't think she's drunk, to be honest. Well. But on something else, possibly. She's very distraught. Yeah. yeah, she's too distraught to be drunk, to be honest. She's not belligerent. I don't know about that. I have some friends who they get drunk and they're pretty, pretty, they can be pretty clear. You know what I mean? Right. But I mean, honestly, like from, from, so from what, like from other people, what they've told me, um, she might be on like pills or something like Xanax or something like that. Does this show the actual? No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Can you go to let's, the one with the, uh, the video with the, the cursing taking out, Lindsay? This yeah, one. let's pull up the clip in question so we can listen to her. Yeah, at the end. That of that belt. that's like right before she goes like crazy. Yes, and that's interesting because that's taken from another perspective, another passenger perspective. So there's a few different angles. So this is the main one. This is the one that everyone's talking about. I'm telling you, I'm getting the. Off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two, f but I am telling you right now that mother, f that mother f back there is not real. And you can still <laughs> explain that girl's like, what? They're what? not. I'm not going to. So that's okay, the main now, one. Now, Ben. This okay. So the other day, I could not find this video again. It was in some random person's stories, and I, I like found it. I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting take." But like, I, I will it. tell you my opinion of it. So what this woman was saying, she was dissecting the video, and she pointed out. She this was kind of interesting. She was like, "I want to tell you about this woman's purse," and I was like, "Oh, here we go." But what she was saying is that, and I can't for the life of me remember the exact mod like the exact brand of the purse but it's a very specific brand of purse that like only people that like that are in the know about like purse brands actually buy like this this company decided purposely not to go mainstream just to be able to produce the purse properly and this woman was like She's like, maybe this is one way that we can tell that this woman is actually credible is by looking at her purse, which is total BS to me. Like, I don't I don't believe that. Like, you cannot judge just because like one of like she was aware of this purse brand. But mm -hmm. I thought that was like an interesting perspective. But like when when I first heard her. Um, yeah, there's the purse right there. When I first heard her kind of like go off and like the the how she was moved, it felt to me like um like she was temporarily out of her mind i don't mean that in a negative way i mean like uh, well how else does that sound i'm sorry <laughs> but what well, i'm trying to say is like like she something moved her enough to just kind of like like she lost it and then you know when people get emotional they say weird things um and but then as like things kind of kept going on, I was like, well, maybe, maybe something did. I mean, who knows? Like what would set someone off like that? It's kind of weird, right? Well, like, yeah. So I found a couple more videos. Actually. Yeah, okay. So, okay. One, the one that's been circulating around right now is, um, 
there's a, a video of a guy in a green hoodie. Uh, Lindsay, let's see, play. Okay, Lindsay has another one from a different passenger, but okay, let's play this green hoodie one right here, if that's okay. Um, this this video that we're about ready to watch, this is the one that that at right now everyone's like, oh, this is the passenger on the plane. It's this guy in this green hoodie. Um, and that's who they're. You can just play it, Lindsay. But um, what's been confirmed now is that one, this is a different plane. The reason why is because those uh, overhead bins, they're opening down. And on the plane where the woman was, they open up. So this is definitely not the same plane. And th this is this is like everyone's like this green hoodie guy. Well, oh. so there I guess there really was a guy wearing a green hoodie that she's talking about on the plane. Um, so that's why this video kind of went viral. It's like, oh, this is dude. And that guy just like, I mean, he just looks kind of, you know, like whatever. So there's a couple videos that came out. There's one video, um, where a guy is claiming to be, uh, he, cl he claims that he was sitting next to this woman when it all went down and what he's saying about this guy in the green hoodie. Um, but let's just play this. And, and, I'll, I'll yeah, and I have a video of someone else who was on the plane giving an account too. And we'll watch that after. Okay, cool. And then there's one, there's one last one as well. So, okay, cool. That motherfucker back there is not real. All right, guys. Okay, here's a story time for you. I'm going to try. I tried like two times to record this, but I keep going over the three minute limit and I don't want to do a part one, part two type thing. So I'm going to try to be specific. I was on that flight. It was American Airlines. We were leaving Dallas, Fort Worth. I was sitting in the left aisle about three rows back from this woman. She was sitting in the right aisle, and she had this very interesting exchange with some dude in a hoodie. I don't remember the color of the hoodie. I, I really, you know how memory is. When you're not super paying attention, you don't remember all the details. I had one headphone in, couldn't hear all the specifics of what happened, but I noticed this exchange between this woman and this dude in a hoodie. And it was kind of weird at the time because it seemed like no one before? else before she really started no, getting frantic, like was paying attention to this. But that makes sense. It was like a normal flight. This was after putting all the luggage away. We'd been on the plane for a little bit. It was before the flight attendant came over and gave the little spiel. And what I remember is she ha was having like a full-blown conversation with this dude in the hoodie. I'll call him the hoodie guy. She was having a full-blown conversation with hoodie guy. The weird thing was that he never once said a fucking word to her the whole time. And at the time, I I don't know. I wasn't really thinking about it. But it was like she it's like she would say something and he like would respond, but there was no exchange happening. It was just her getting more and more frantic. Which, okay, if she's drunk and she's going crazy, then you would think the dude in the hoodie would have been like, What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? But he was just like dead locked on her, like deep eye contact with her, like like I don't want to feed into the conspiracies here, but like, like almost like she was like in a hypnosis type of thing. And she started getting more and more frantic to the point where then people started kind of noticing flight attendant came over, tried to calm her down. Like what's going on? She sat back down, but she kept looking over at this dude in the hoodie. And finally she was like done with it. And that's like when I really started paying attention, like, okay, what the fuck is going on? And that's when she was like, I'm, I can't do this. She started getting up. She started walking up to the front. 
And then the whole video thing happened. I didn't take a video of it. I was listening to a Stephen King audiobook. I wasn't like pulling out my phone to record Lame. this. And she didn't seem drunk to me, by the yeah, way. Seriously. Just throwing that out there. She I didn't I didn't see her drink. I mean, she didn't she seemed totally normal to me up until that point. The weird thing was after she left the plane, the dude in the hoodie, which the five ten was like, did anything happen? And he still didn't say a word. He just went like and like shrugged. The dude in the hoodie like looked around the plane and he looked back at me. And he winked at me. And again, I didn't quite register it. I was like, okay, what the fuck was that about? I was like, maybe he's just being like an ass, like winking. Like that was weird, wasn't it? But now that I look back, I realized that when he winked at me and it was his left eye looking back at me, it didn't wink like this. It winked like this. And I didn't even register. Hmm. So now the question is whether this guy was really on the plane, he's just doing this for attention or not. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the thing, the, the thing that makes this, that, that doesn't make his statement credible is that he used the image of the guy in the green hoodie from the video we just played. That's confirmed. That wasn't on the same plane. So, mm. it, because when I first saw this, I was like, wow, you know, this is, this is really, because, Cause I, I, I didn't realize at first that that one video with the green hoodie guy wasn't, wasn't happening right now. So once I realized that, then I was like, Oh, okay, wait a minute. You know, I don't know if I'm going to, if I really truly believe his story or not. So um, what else, what else you got? What else, what else you got? Okay. So, well, what's really fascinating is that, um, uh, Carrot Top was actually on the plane and saw the whole thing. <laughs> I, I so don't. I don't believe any of this now. <laughs> yeah, I know. He said. He said this quote that was, uh, "Oh my God, I've seen this stuff on TV, but never experienced it." <laughs> we are now uh, bleeped because of this lady lost her marbles. <laughs> <laughs> he, but he said that they were delayed for hours in Dallas because of what happened. He said, it's really maddening how one night nut job can ruin everyone's plan. Um, we made it home safe. I guess all that, that's all that matters. So, um, yeah. So, okay. So there's one more video. This one is interesting. There's actually two from this guy. This guy claims to be the man in the hoodie. Oh, come on. I was thinking the same thing. I really was. But this guy actually has um, uh, like a, he actually already has like a pretty big or decent following on TikTok, I should say. Um, and he, he gives a whole rundown of what exactly happened. And at first I was like, OK, and then he gives then he made a second video actually responding to that guy. We just we just heard. So. Let's we'll show this first one. And he does have a green hoodie, by the way. That was kind of interesting. So Lindsay's pulling it up right now. This is the right one, right, Ben? Yeah. So crazy. All right, so the internet has heard the story of the woman on the plane with the reptilians. 
But thanks to her delaying the flight, I just got home. So now it's my opportunity to tell my side of the story as the guy in the hoodie. So we're attempting to fly out of Dallas, Fort Worth. And then basically this woman, she sits next to me and she's clearly been drinking. I'm minding my own business. And sure enough, she sees my hoodie that has this Freemason logo on it. And on top of that, she's noticed my ring. So she started to ask questions. Nothing dramatic. Just ask me, do I know what these symbols mean? Why am I wearing it? What's the purpose? Yada, yada, yada. And long story short, I basically just say, hey, I'm a Freemason. I even briefly explained how I educate about Freemasonry here on TikTok. Next thing I know, she basically starts to grill me about low-level Freemason and that it's all Satanism and that it's ruled by reptilians and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I simply put my hood up and I started to ignore her and basically just mind my own business. She starts getting louder and louder. And then basically she's like, you know that they worship Lucifer at the top, right? So I, I looked at her dead in her eyes and I said, I am Lucifer. I heard one individual laugh behind me, so I figured somebody got a kick out of it at least. She starts running up and down the aisles, freaking out, saying I'm a reptilian and then all this other stuff. She's going to get off the plane, yada, yada, yada. It doesn't show all the footage. It just says that she's trying to get off the plane because of, you know, I'm not going to say it here on TikTok. I don't want to get banned. But then also talking about how, like, I'm secretly also trying to take over the world. So I look back at the guy that was basically chuckling before, and I winked at him. So I basically whispered something under my breath saying that eh, Freemasons don't care to rule the world. We rule the universe. And I looked back at the guy that was laughing before and just kind of winked at him because he started laughing again. Well, I didn't think that she could hear me, but evidently she did. And it actually escalated it even further. And then they delayed the flight and so on and so forth. So moral of the story, don't believe everything you hear on the internet. And Freemasons don't care to rule the world when we rule the universe. So... <laughs> so yeah so so i mean if this is true okay then i can understand why she freaked out in this case you know because he's just totally yeah, but trolling he's her obviously trolling her dude yeah yeah so he made another follow-up video um uh, uh where yeah this is it i think wait maybe shoot Oh. Okay, wait, part wait. Of reptilian on the plane side of the story. First of all, everyone wants to call me a reptilian, but then doubt my abilities of shapeshifting. The hoodie was green and his eyes were black. And then in my video, I shapeshift into having face tattoos, having a black hoodie and green eyes. So what's the move, conspiracy nuts? Am, am I a reptilian or am I just the one that can't shapeshift? No, I'm joking, but this totally proves that conspiracy nuts have no clue what to believe anymore because they don't even make sense. By the way, hi, I'm Modern Mystic. I debunk conspiracy theories and I educate the public about Freemasonry. So the video clip of the guy in the green hoodie is actually not even the same flight at all, and that's a video from a year ago. Also, the guy that's claiming that he saw me wink and everything, he's basically making up that story for clout. That guy was not on the flight, and he literally just made that video, and that's his first video, and it went viral, and he's using it to get followers. Also, the woman hasn't been able to come on here and make a video and give her side of the story because she literally interrupted a flight and was literally detained. I am not a reptilian. I am not here to distract you. I am here to help you. I am here to lead you to truth. Freemasons are not against you. Trust the Freemasons. Follow me for more conspiracy That's truths. That's freaky. That part. The last part was not right. Yeah, That's that part. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, he's if this is actually him, then he's also using this definitely, you know, to get traction. I don't buy this. I feel like this guy might be a clout chaser, too. I'm not really sure. It's possible. It, but, it's hard to say. 
I found a video of someone who was on the flight. Okay. Okay. It's a TikTok video. I'm going to have Lindsay bring it up. It's in this article that, um, that I found. And uh, she explains the situation on the plane from her perspective. And I think it actually is the most logical that I've seen so far. So let's have Lindsay pull it up. Go scroll down a little bit. It's the second video here. Nope, not that one, actually. Keep going. Let's see if it's, I think it's that one. No, 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 it's this one. This one. Wow, there's more videos in there than I thought. But they're not actually on the plane. Okay. At this point, anyone could be. I mean, I, I think the oh, oh, good way of saying it, like, here is my ticket. You know, either going to have it on your phone still or you're going to have a physical ticket. I just wish people would show that. Okay. I was kind okay, of expecting so that. Listen, for listen. Everybody has seen the viral video of the crazy lady that got kicked off the American Airlines flight yesterday going from DFW to Orlando. Um, I just kind of wanted to clear up some things because there's a lot of people that have a lot of questions. Um, so we all boarded the plane. We were, we were on time. Everything was going Lindsay, fine. The no issues. Um, this woman boarded the plane. Um, we actually took off. Like we left the, um, the terminal and we were pulling out onto the runway, fixing to take off. And all of a sudden, um, so this lady had been drinking prior to getting on the plane, evidently. Um, some people said they seen her at the bar next to the terminal anyway. So she, um, was sitting in her seat and I guess she had a pair of, uh, AirPods and, um, they said she had them in her hand and then within seconds, we don't know if she pocketed them or where she put them. She misplaced them somehow. And she started, uh, yelling at the guy next to her, um, who of course is African-American and, um, uh, saying that he stole her AirPods. And so she started screaming, stop the plane, stop the plane. Um, uh, I went off the plane and, um, and so the plane turned around, um, we hadn't left the ground yet. Anyways, the plane turned around, went back to the terminal. They, um, uh, that's when that video was shot, was on the way back to the terminal. Um, the, she was you know, screaming that we were all going to die. Um, I can't say I didn't question once or twice whether or not I wanted to even stay on the plane, but, um, they ended up having escorting her off of the plane. Um, then about they we waited on the plane probably about 45 minutes and then they wanted us to get off the plane and we had to take all of our stuff off the plane because of all the comments that this woman was making about us dying. And so um, uh, we all got off the plane and um, they had not arrested her at this at this point because um, while we're sitting there waiting for them to sweep the plane, make sure that there's nothing wrong with the plane. They also had to take off all of the luggage from underneath the plane, go through it, um, take the lady's luggage off. While all this is going on, um, this lady actually came back walking towards the terminal. Like she was still going to get on the plane and a lady was blocking her way from going over there. And then another guy came and, um, uh, they got her and they led her away and then they announced that, um, of course, everybody was clapping and cheering that she did not <laughs> get let back over there. And then um, uh, they let the <coughs> um, 
I know this I guess is boring, the three guys. Attendants that were originally <laughs> on the plane that were dealing with this lady, they said due to the circumstances that they had to get off the plane. And so they had to have three more flight attendants come in, which so we ended up delayed about four hours coming into Orlando. But um, oh, and I've heard a lot of questions, people wondering who she was saying didn't exist. The person she was saying did not exist was the flight attendant who originally was dealing with the complaint whenever she started yelling and screaming about the guy supposedly stealing her, supposedly stealing her AirPods. So there's a story. If you guys have any more questions, let me know. Hmm. So this seemed like the uh, most normal response to the entire thing. Uh-huh. Like, like nobody taking advantage of a situation. Also, I just want to point out never ever have I seen anyone a Freemason with tattoos like that all over them ever. Um, they would not, this is that society, like they look specifically for like, usually some type of like, they, they want a good representative. So they would go and check you out. And if you had tattoos all over you, they probably wouldn't even accept you in there. Probably not. Yeah. But, but I mean, then again, I'm not talking I mean, about. They, they like, basically will accept anybody but hit in place. I'm talking about like a, as a representative. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I mean, I don't. I mean, but the, but it's like in entry level, they'll pretty much accept everybody except for if you're a woman, which is still weird. Um, but it's like in the higher the higher aspects of it. Yeah, no way. You're you're not gonna be able to. You know, they're very 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 particular about who gets into the higher aspects, but. Um, so anyway, that that uh, account of that woman was a little boring, but it like seemed like that could have happened the way that she said that it happened. Also, some of the people were pointing out that that woman was at a bar before she came over, like she was hanging out at the bar drinking before, mm-hmm. which could have meant that she, you know, if she was on Xanax or something and then she was drinking. Yeah, that because you just you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why it, the whole thing is very, very strange. Now, the other thing, too, is like to consider and I I would agree with the standpoint is that that woman that we just heard her story could be like a cover up for whatever was going on. That's who that's true, too. I like I said, I wish people would show their ticket like here. Here's my ticket of me being on this flight, you know, with my name. Bro, they're not like. Us. they're not yeah i know and it's like and, and the it's like two, we, the two guys that you we saw videos of the mason and this other guy like come on like come on well i, I think the the mason guy is probably more um i mean to me I, I i would say it's a little bit more well definitely the other guys like just you know he's using the wrong video for one thing you know the guy in the green hoodie and it's like not that's already been debunked the other guy but it's like I could actually see her getting upset with that guy. That's why it's uh, that's why to me it's like this does seem a little bit more credible just because of what he said and then her reaction based on what he said actually it it, it if, kind of goes it along with it. What? If it happened. If it happened. I mean, right. we're having two totally different because that woman saying that it was a black guy involved and she was accusing this black guy of stealing her headphones. So that that's why it's like i don't know at this point you know and that guy i mean you know with with things on the internet i mean who knows who's making what to try to like okay you know get followers the weird the weird thing is that wasn't the only video this week of someone or that we saw this week that was circulating 
where someone said or claimed uh, in a very emotional way that someone was a rep, like a shapeshifter or something. Here's this is I found I found a reaction video here with this scene in there. Check this out. Lindsay's going to pull it up for us. She's making it the size of Ben's head. <laughs> Another I didn't really see this one. I was confused. I thought this was a really two different things. I don't know what is going on. Supposedly happened in the UK. Dude, what the heck is going on on planes, man? Weird. What? what was he saying? I have no idea. The, and the, the, I mean, the thing said something about shape sh more shape-shifting on a plane or something, and the dude is like freaking out about something. I don't even know what he said. That was weird. But that, that also happened this week? I missed that one. I I don't know if it happened this week, but it was circulating this week. Okay, it was circulating yeah. this week. That's so, all like that's all weird. I can say definitively. All right. Crazy. All right. Well, we're gonna show another trailer and we get back. We have um meta that launched threads and what's happening with that <laughs> and how the media are responding. All right. The fearsome Leviathan. Primeval enemy of man. Destined to appear in the end times. Waging war against gods. This sea serpent, dragon or whale. Spotted by sea captains over millennia. This foe, hated by heaven and earth, is the Leviathan really just a myth? From Leviathan myths to supernatural truths hidden in TV shows to accounts of real satanic worship and more, this story is about to get even deeper. Want to hear discussions on dragons, technology, and strange monster sightings of the fearsome Leviathan? Join Edge of Wonder for a deep dive into the cryptids of the abyss. Right. So that was our these episodes that you guys just saw that are on rise.tv all about what Ben was talking about before, like all the crazy stuff we found hidden in the seas uh, historically is wild. Like so many interesting things, psychic octopuses. I mean, you name it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Videos of Loch Ness monster and all the weird things with eels. So all right. Well, um, moving on from all the craziness stuff on the plane to all the craziness stuff going on in social media world. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. So Threads uh, is, is has launched, and um, if you're not on it, don't jump on it yet. <laughs> uh, Why do you say that? 
Well, because it's completely tied to your Instagram account. So if you decide you don't want threads and you want to delete your account, you have to delete your Instagram account. I don't know if you know that or not, but that surprise me. That is one of the criticisms that Threads is getting. So Vice actually had a very interesting article, and the headline was "Threads is all the worst parts of Twitter and Instagram and one very bad app." Wow, <laughs> which is almost almost the Babylon B headline. Uh, Lindsay, let's just show the Babylon B headline real quick. Um, <clears throat> The Babylon B headline is new threads app successfully combines everything you hate about Twitter with everything you hate about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so close to the real thing. So, <laughs> and uh, it's pretty funny. It, it, there's a quote in this Babylon B article. It says, after years of research, our engineers have created a revolution in social media technology, a Twitter clone on Instagram that offers the absolute worst of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> said, said VR headset wearing Zuckerberg. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but going back to this uh to the uh vice article um the 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 sub headline actually says the facebook company's new social media platform is like twitter but for celebrities brands and annoying people <laughs> so um yeah and basically everyone is like testing this thing so Everybody who is free to post things on either perspective on twitter are posting things um, on threads and immediately got banned. So, <laughs> so it's interesting. Yeah, you can't post anything you want on threads, I assume. Right. I think threads is going to become a, you know, it's kind of, it's like, um, What's a, a truth social? You know, truth social is really good, but the problem is that it's kind of this echo chamber for people that are more in the conservative. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. You know, it just it's now. And I think threads is going to be an echo chamber for people. On the left. <laughs> it's like all the science buddies patting each other on the back, basically saying, congratulations, you're not getting attacked on Twitter now. Yeah, so. I mean, it, yeah, it's it may it may turn into that. I mean, it may be that. Yeah, that, that, that's the reality. I mean, people like to be in places <laughs> where people are agreeing with them. Yeah. Now, the advantage that that Threads has is because it's already capitalizing its its user base on Instagram and it can just like easily bring everybody over. So your followers yeah, there's, there's benefits for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone you're following, you'll start following them on Threads if they have a Thread account um, and the people, your followers, uh, if they're on there. We'll get a notification saying, do you want to follow this person or whatever, you know, so you can grow at least as quickly as the people that you have following you on these platforms for like in theory, whether that's going to work or not is, is, a, yeah. is another question. And even Vice kind of gets into that. And it's like currently the most active users are celebrities, corporate brands, self promoters, cringy tiktok influencers type of people and that's really like it's almost like they got a big push like hey come on over you know and we'll like we'll promote you 
And um, and then it said, this is from Vice. As a platform, it seems to have no selling points apart from the for, apart from the fact that it was launched from the decaying, um, well, Avenin corpse of another even worse platform. I don't know if they're talking about Twitter or if they're talking about something else, but anyway. So, all right. So what, like, I, I want to know, like, do you really think threads is going to stick or stitch or is it just going to unravel? Yeah. <laughs> I think it will probably unravel to be honest. I, I think that they were in a big rush to push this out to, you know, cause now that the essentially, you know, you kind of have the, shadow government not being able to control Twitter anymore. And it's like, we need something to control Facebook and Instagram and everything else is not enough. But um, I don't know if it's really going to stay. Um, you know, I, I think people, I mean, you have both sides on Twitter and that's why Twitter works. And that's why people like Twitter because they like the fact that they can, from both perspectives, they like it where it's like, Hey, this person you know, Trump can post something and it's like, hey, I can go on there and actually make a comment and it will, you know, kind of go up there if you're on like, you know, more of the left leaning side and on the right leaning side, it's like, oh, you can have Biden make a comment and then I can post something and it's like gets up there, you know, so I think that's actually and it's good. And Elon, even Elon like admits this. This is why, um, you know, this is what he was trying to build, too, is like, you know, have both sides be equal voices on the platform. And, and it's like, it, it creates this kind of interesting dynamic, you know, but if all of a sudden you're going to have something that that's kind of like Facebook where you can't really post now, Facebook, I think works because everyone's been using it for so long and they're connecting, not just with like also with their family and they're posting things, you know, and this is like, uh, I don't know. I just don't see it working out really in the long run. Yeah, I think the, the the thing they failed to probably recognize is how long it took people to build their Twitter accounts. Like, are they really yes. just going to abandon those and come over to threads? Even, yeah. if, even if it is like an exact kind of like, you, you know, you're, there are the benefits of it. If, you're, if you have a big Instagram account, which people on Twitter don't, like every social media app is different. Like Everyone maybe you different. do, but that's because you built both at the same time or whatever. But it's like you, the only benefit is if you already have a bunch of followers on Instagram, you can you can kind of like pull them over. But if you've built that many on Twitter, like you're not going to just like come over. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's 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 the main thing, you know, and I think that's what they were trying to say, like, oh, come over and you'll get your followers. But it's like, well, you know like you said, there might be people on Twitter that have way more followers. Like typically people, they might like, especially like people in the public sphere or celebrities, maybe not like, you know, big time celebrities, but people in that regard, they usually will use all the social media platforms, but there's usually one that they're like really good at. And they, they really want to use prominently more than the other ones. So, and I think like, the people that are prominently on Twitter, I don't really see them on the other platforms as much, you know, like especially Instagram because they can't even post on there anyway. So it's like, what's the point of me building up my Instagram account when it's just, I'm just going to be censored anyway or whatever. So I'll just stay on Twitter where I can kind of have a voice. So 
it's interesting but the big the big thing is actually elon came out threatening a lawsuit against them yeah what what happened with that so um what happened was that the the exact quote of what's been now there hasn't been anything filed as far as i know to date but elon's lawyers uh sent a letter and in it, it said trade secrets and other intellectual property has been used to create this threats. And so uh, Alex Spiro is one of the attorneys for Twitter, one of the main ones. He said that he's accusing Mark Zuckerberg and his company of hiring dozens of former Twitter employees to create threads, like the, the actual app threads with the specific intent of using their insider information to develop the app. Because by the way, he developed this very quickly for something this massive. Yeah. Very quickly. He said that Meta hired former employees to continue to have access to Twitter's trade secrets and, and improperly retained Twitter documents and electronic devices. So I would imagine that, and who knows, they're saying like Twitter employees, but they may be like, former FBI went to Twitter and now like working for Facebook. And if that's the case, you know, prior to Elon Musk buying it, it's quite possible that a lot of things were downloaded before Elon got in there and we're like, okay, here, we're going to give this to, to Mark and he can just, you know, and, and actually I think this would be a pretty easy thing in court. It's like, okay, let's see the source code, you know, here's Twitter's source code. Here's, you know yeah yeah you'd be able to see like copy it you know like yeah if it was copied i mean i i think that would be pretty easy way of of showing whether you know if this was now i think what one point elon talked about making twitter's source code open but um you know i think he kind of pulled back on that when when he you know like a situation like this could happen you know so and then now and then we also got Jack's version of um, Twitter, which is what is this Blue Sky or something like that launching soon? Wait, that's Twitter's thing. Well, that's Jack. You know, he's making oh, he's, he's making, making a, something. Yeah, and he actually posted something on Twitter criticizing threads. But wait, what is what is Jack's thing funny. going to be? It's called Blue Sky. No yeah, one is really, it going to be similar to Twitter? No one really knows 100%, but it's supposed to be like a Twitter alternative. I don't think so. Why would Jack and, and Elon seem to be friends? Why would Jack just... That doesn't make sense. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he actually posted... Jack posted this. We wanted flying cars. Instead, we got seven Twitter clones. <laughs> but um that's crazy yeah can you tell them apart what's what actually i can't at all no, they all look exactly the same truth is over there uh, uh d that's truth oh yes you're right it is twitter would be b i think or or is it a <laughs> No, Twitter is A because of the uh, the retweet thing, right? Right? No, no it's all black. Oh, you're right. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. D. Twitter, I think it. Dude, I can't even tell the difference. D is truth. 
I don't the, the one of them must be like I don't know what C and e, I don't I have no idea what E is. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't really know what those other ones are. I think they're like those other ones that didn't do too well um over the last like few years that came out. Oh yeah, here's the other okay, this what is the What was it called? Not Discord. It's um there was another one that Parlor. Parlor was one of them. Yeah. 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 This is this is actually the post that I was thinking of that or the tweet that Jack, Jack made. And this is this is probably the scariest part of threats. And it's what's going on in the background. And he posted it. And it says all your threads are belong to us. And he and he he uh, he, he put a link to Apple. This is everything that Threads is linked to. So your health and fitness, your financial info, your contact info, your user content, browsing history, and that that would include like your whatever you're searching on Safari or Google, um, user data, diagnostics, purchases, location, contacts, history, search history, identifiers, sensitive info, and other data. <laughs> So, so all of that is connected uh, to the Threads app when you use it. Now, I mean, Facebook is really not much difference, but um, and, and there's all the hidden ones, you know, like the microphone that they say they don't listen to and the camera that they say they don't watch. But I think on this one, it's the sensitive info and... Um, like, why does it need to connect with the health and fitness too? I mean, <laughs> it's like they're they're just like constantly trying to. It just feels like like this social credit stuff. Yeah, like they're they're trying to introduce it in a way that's like seems normal on the surface, but then over time it becomes more and more connected to your like personal, you know user uh identification and then they can shut you down whenever they want yeah i know that that's that's what that's what i'm most i mean worried. really think about it like centralized digital banking i mean really it's yeah like at least with cash it's yours you can put it in a safe you can put it in your home it's yours no one can take it you know, like that's your mm -hmm. choice, whether you even want to put it in a bank. I mean, this just now, now, like Twitter also has some stuff, you know, but it, but it's not nearly as much like purchases, contact info, browsing history, usage, usage data, location. And you can turn that location. That's really easy. I mean, it, it asks you now whether you want location on or off user content and identifiers but it doesn't have sensitive info, other data. Um, financial info is not included in that. So it's like, why would an app need your financial data if you're not giving it any kind of information of like a credit card information? So that's just, that's just really weird to me. So Anyway, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what happens if, if in this lawsuit, Elon actually responded to Jack and he just said the word, yeah. 
<laughs> so I don't know. Exactly. Probably just like, yep, we know. Like, oh, this is all crazy. So I don't know. Maybe they'll like duke this out when they're like going to fight each other in the wherever it is that they're going to whatever wherever they decide to fight each other if in the in the Colosseum in Rome, which would be kind of interesting. So I guess we'll see what happens. All right. Well, we got a couple more topics um, to cover. So moving on. Um, let's see. We have. Um, so there's some interesting UFO stuff that came out. Uh, one of them is, well, this video hasn't been released yet. But do you remember there was a all the the brazilian sighting alien ufo sighting that happened in the 90s with those three yeah. girls we, we were covering it and there was there was actually a movie that was a documentary that was made and it was by this guy named um fox um i can't remember his first name right now it's in the article i don't remember if it's john fox but anyway it's in the article but um so i guess he, james james i said john but it's james so I guess now he came out saying that he believes that they have a holy grail of evidence in the mystery of the UAP phenomenon. And he said that they got video. Um, this is Area 51? This is around Area 51. He said they got video. Uh, the video showed the inside of a car with two men freaking out as a disc-shaped craft flew right over their vehicle, illuminating the inside of the car with an eerie light. And they got it on film when it happened. They haven't released the film yet, but and I think they're trying to figure out the best avenue to release it. And um, so he said that they do have this and that... Um, it kind of goes along with Bob Lazar's story. And it's interesting. I, I watched the f and listened to the full interview of Bob Lazar on um, Joe Rogan. And it really kind of changed my perspective on him, actually, listening to that interview. Um, yeah, it, it, it was very well done. Joe Rogan asked very extremely detailed questions and brought up some very interesting points um, based on, on credibility and um yeah it, it was really like i like for example bob lazar said you know they, they basically kind of erased I his life that. yeah it was like you know his, his uh birth certificate they, they were like basically erased his birth certificate and his mom was like freaking out like he can't get that his whole school history um all everything was just kind of like erased the only, and, the only so. like thing is mm -hmm. like certain parts of this taste a little funny to to me like don't, don't get me wrong mm -hmm. like what bob lazar is laying down i like listening to right but then there's this part of me that knows a little too much that's like why of all the people why was he allowed to come out when most of the time it's just not even it's not allowed like well, this is the nineties too. Allowed. I mean, well, this is the early nineties yeah. when it happened. But, but yes, I know and, when it happened. Yeah. I'm talking about now him kind of coming out over the last like 10, 10 well, years. Well, he came, he came out. Um, when was it? It was like 98 or something. And actually he, 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 he filmed it with George Norrie 
And he said he actually wrestled George Nury in the, uh, at the news station because he decided he didn't want it to go out anymore. And he tried to stop it from airing. And George Nori like basically tossed it over to the uh, the person that was like handling all the tapes, and they just threw it in, and, and it went. And um, he said that you know basically because he realized he said he realized at that moment it was going to ruin his life. If if and then not just his, but the other people that he worked with, and yeah, that's what I mean, he was the more timing is it's like basically that was the last time whistleblowers were really coming out. I think like, Mm -hmm. you know, really? Yeah. I I mean, really, I agree. And I think after that, it it was like, they, they, everything's a man on lockdown. Yeah. Everything's honestly, honestly, probably the most interesting thing we saw recently was, um, what's his name? Greer coming out. And that guy, uh, who was with him, releasing all that stuff you know that was honestly i i would say out of everything i've seen lately that or even the last few years that's probably the most credible yeah aside from this woman on the plane saying she saw someone <laughs> shape-shifting right like how's yeah it? no i agree just because one they're, they're they only focused on military stories so when you have military stories like that it it, it does seem to be more credible and um and actually, speaking of uh, of these crafts or the in the crash sites, they also um, in a and also so in Roswell, New Mexico, uh, I guess there was like a crew there that were kind of going over the site, and they found strange metallic debris within the area where the reported crash happened. And actually, if you scroll down, Lindsay, it shows what they found. Now, I don't really know if that, you know, if it really is from any of these crafts or, um, you know, or if it, they're just like kind of making this up. But they did find these metal, metal like shards, I guess. And I don't know if they, um, you know, if they did any kind of tests with these, I was just kind of looking more at this article and see, but, um, but these were found, uh, at the end of June. So I don't, and they said that they were using a metal metal detector and they found three pieces. One of them, this is the one you're looking at right now, which is, they, they kind of look like almost like folded golden copper, metal pieces that are kind of old and stained, but, um, and only about a, a, an inch wide, maybe a couple centimeters. So they're really not that big, but, um, yeah, a little less than the size of a penny, but, you know, guess th- they made a big deal about them. So we'll kind of follow up on this and see what, what kind of tests yeah. they're doing um, related to this. But, but it is interesting to say the least, considering it's in the middle of nowhere. There's really nothing there. So finding something like this, you know, it, it just depends if they do any kind of like metal tests. That's what's really going to make a difference. Once they do some kind of like tests with these to see, oh, wait, you know, um, see what it tests for. 
It looks like one of them might be an aluminum alloy, but it does. It does look. Yeah, it does look interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. I hope. I hope they do test. Yeah, I hope they come up with something interesting, other than like you know maybe like well yeah this isn't something that we you know it's normal normally found or even in the area or whatever. So we'll see. I don't know, but it's these things you never know, you know, these, these things, I mean, if they're making a documentary, I hate to say it, but some of the stuff is kind of planted too, just because it's like, okay, nothing happened. We'll just make something happen, you know? So that's the only thing that I'm, um, I'm always a little bit weary about these things when there's certain like mainstream documentaries being made. So. All right. So let's move on to sound of freedom here. Yeah kind of coming in okay sound of freedom so if i actually haven't seen this yet i've been really wanting to see it um everyone's been going to see this like movie i haven't seen it yet either it's breaking records so one of the big so okay as we all know like um what is it indiana jones was released right now some people are trying to debunk this saying like, well, no, it didn't make more money than Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones made like whatever, you know, for the weekend, like 60 or $70,000. What it broke was the actual July 4th day. So July 4th day, and it was the opening day of the, of this film. It made four. So sound of freedom opened. It made 14 million on the first day when Indiana Jones opened up on its first day, it only brought in $11.5 million. So that's that's pretty bad. That's really bad, actually. And like Disney spent $300 million on Indiana Jones. I mean, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, they were expecting now, you know, it's usually like the first day is like a Thursday when a film is released. Right. So usually by Friday and Saturday, like Saturday is like usually the biggest day, sometimes Friday, if like everyone wants to go see it, you know, an opening night or whatever. And um, it really didn't do very well, considering the fact that it was like a long weekend. People had a lot of time to go see a movie and and Sound of Freedom was was like selling out everywhere. And they had zero marketing. It was really organic marketing online. And yeah, I just everybody spread the word to one another that that Jim came out with a new movie, and then just like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so for those of you that don't know what this is about, this is truly about human, tra- like specifically children, human trafficking, and they literally use live, real footage of trafficking in this movie. And Jim, um. Caviezel, who who played in the Passion of Christ, he played Jesus in the Passion of Christ. He's on this team to go rescue these children, and it's kind of like the story of what happens. And it brings up, it even brings up organ harvesting um, in this film, and um, yeah, uh, and covering up the truth about a lot of things that are going on, and how the mainstream media is just pretty silent about this. This this movie, I mean, like this is like realistically if this was any other movie the media would be like oh my gosh this movie just like broke every record possible indiana jones (laughs) (laughs) i mean like okay like 11 million dollar or was it 14 million dollars may not be huge but it's it's for like a blockbuster movie but for even for certain blockbuster movies this is really 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 big um, I heard that so. Disney only has like 
$200 million in liquidity right now. What? There's some rumors going around. You know, like that guy I like to watch. Uh, uh, what's Doom Doomcock? Whatever his like show is, Ooh. I can't remember it. Oh, the guy that puts a mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so okay, so Rob, yeah. so he Rob turned me on to this too. I could never remember his name though. So this, his this name guy's is on he YouTube. Calls himself. Excuse me. This is what he calls himself, not me. All right, but he calls himself <laughs> Dictor Van Doomcock, and he. He like he's just he just exposes stuff that's going on with Disney and in Hollywood and stuff. And he had a guy on and they were basically saying that um, they only have like Disney only has secretly 200 million dollars in liquidity right now. They're just everything is tanking. It's like they're paying for their for their. For this, I don't know what that, like everything they do fails and it's like they're even considering selling Disney like selling it. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Whoa. Like, like they're considering a sale because they have, or they're, or not necessarily for all of Disney, but like they're going to sell Lucasfilm back to George Lucas. So <laughs> Lucas. Wow. So sorry to go off on all of this, but basically this Lucas, yeah, Lucas, um, he sold Lucasfilm to Disney for 6 billion and he will probably buy it back for one billion and then be able to do what he wants with it and adjust everything. So he like he like basically bought he could buy Lucasfilm back wholesale, basically. Wow. Dude. Yeah. It's something like that. that like don't quote me on numbers. Easy if it went like back that. to George Lucas. So I think like anyway, this back to the important thing which is that jim caviezel is exposing all of um all of this um human trafficking mm -hmm. which is really good and if you guys haven't seen the trailer for it it will like even the trailer will move you to go want to see this film it looks it's excellent the problem though that i'm hearing from my friends that are going to see it is just that no one really knows what to do the good thing though is it's exposing it and exposing it is a big deal because exposing it could could actually change things. That's my perspective on it, though. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I, I definitely think so. And, um, and it's also how the media is just... The media is now they're kind of... Yeah, well, some, was... of some of them are kind of attacking it, too. It's like this conspiracy theory, like, don't move, don't go watch this movie or something. And it's like, dude, come on, seriously. It's like... Yeah, I mean, don't you want human trafficking to end? Like, like I, I think it was a uh, no, no, Ben. It was like because one of these Jim, because Jim is a, everything that they disdain. Like he's a conservative, yeah. he's Christian, he's a man. You know, he he like he he was the main actor in in The Passion with Mel Gibson. Like he he's reaching the American mainstream with his films and opening eyes. This is everything that they don't want to happen right now. Yeah, it's true. So you're, you're right as a normal human being, but right. what they're going to do is what they're going to do. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately that, that, that is true. And uh, there's not a whole lot we can do, but the good thing is that people, people are seeing, are like standing up to stuff and seeing this, these kinds of movies. And there was a whole thing called paying it forward where 
people are buying tickets for other people basically to, to, to have them go see the movie. And, um, it was like, Hey, I'm going to buy a ticket for my friend and, you know, I'll, I'll like, you know, send this to them. So they go see this movie. And, and it was like really working, but I think this is a kind of movie that it's going to be really fascinating to see how much money this movie is going to make. Cause the, I mean, a movie like this, I can't even imagine they spent more than, you know, they probably had a very limited budget. Uh, and now granted, like maybe someone like, like Mel Gibson or something like kind of pitched in to help them a little bit, but this is going to be very fascinating to see what happens with all this. So, well, you guys, uh, we're about to head over to rise.tv. So we're going to cover everything else over there, but we're going to leave all these platforms and, uh, we're about to show you guys a trailer about our crown of thorns episode in our relics of power series. And if you guys haven't seen that series, it's pretty awesome. It's groundbreaking. It's breaking. It's actually basically the real story of, of like what, what Indiana Jones is all about, which is why were the Nazis looking for all of these? Um, yeah. So the trailer is going to be for the whole mm -hmm. series, but why were they looking for all of these relics? You know, um, and that's why everybody's so fascinated with Indiana Jones. And yeah, we did a whole series on it. So yeah. So anyway, you guys, uh, thanks so much for being with us. And um Ben, do you have anything else to add here? No, no, it's good. We'll just go over to Rise. We're going to do our weirder news. We have a lot of really interesting things over there. Everything from a mayor marrying an alligator to uh, <laughs> to dead presidents being blasted in space and how Biden wants to block out the sun, hopefully not with some white powder. So we'll get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> See you guys over on Rise TV. War. Conquest. Death. Most World War II historians will highlight the politics of the time, but gloss over the truth behind Hitler's quest for power. The blood-spattered trail the Nazis smeared across the globe cannot be forgotten even today. But what if details were lost in the aftermath of the manic effort to create a Third Reich? Or what if they were left out of the history books on purpose? What if the Nazis were searching for something else? Particular artifacts Hitler had researched feverishly in his darkest days. Objects so extraordinary, he believed they held the answer to world domination. Objects that had the power to change the course of history itself. These were the relics of power. Hey guys, welcome to uh, our Dig Deep where you get to ask.